Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today I'm going to talk to you about a verse that I remember Doug's mother sometimes quoting. When you ask her how she was doing in the midst of some chaos or other, she would say, faint, yet pursuing. (laughs) And the context of this comes from Judges 8.4. And Gideon came to Jordan and passed over he and the 300 men that were with him, faint, yet pursuing them. Gideon and his men were pursuing the Midianites, and they were exhausted and hungry, and no one would give them bread along the way. But they just, they didn't give up. They pursued the Midianites despite their fatigue and hunger, and they eventually destroyed them. On their way back, they dealt with those who wouldn't give them bread, but that's not my point here. That's the context of this verse, that the 300 men and Gideon were faint, yet pursuing. Another example of this kind of perseverance is in Lewis's The Horse and His Boy. When Shasta was running from the lion to the hermit's house, he was trying to get to King Loon to warn him that Rabidash and his troops were on the way, planning a surprise attack. Though totally spent when he reached the hermitage, The old hermit told him that he must keep running straight ahead, always straight ahead if he would reach King Loon in time, and thus Shasta saved the day. In situations like this, though, our situations are no doubt far less dramatic than these. There are always two enemies, the enemy you are pursuing and the impulse within to give up. Growing faint is not a sin, but making it your master is a sin. Pursuing is the courageous thing in this case, pushing past the physical or mental or spiritual fatigue to get where you're supposed to be. That's the goal. We are to be pursuing our enemies to defeat them, and this means obedience to Christ. Who are the Midianites you need to slay? Which enemies are you pursuing? Is it fear, cowardice, envy, selfishness, laziness, loneliness? These are all very good targets. Or what circumstances are you trying to overcome? A long to-do list? A stack of laundry to fold? Kids to feed? Bills to pay? A difficult pregnancy? Final exams to prepare for? Or a very difficult physical problem? Are you growing faint? Are you still pursuing? What do we do when we grow weary? And how do we resist the impulse to give up? This idea resonates with many passages in the New Testament, but here's one from Hebrews 12.3. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Notice we are to consider Jesus, which means setting our minds on him. He put up with so much from sinners. He endured, and yet he never flinched. So we must not grow weary and faint in our minds. That's the first enemy. Matthew Henry says the best way to prevent this is to look unto Jesus and to consider him. Faith and meditation will fetch in fresh supplies of strength, comfort, and courage. For he has assured them, if they suffer with him, they shall also reign with him. And this hope will be their helmet. How do we get fresh supplies of strength? When we become faint, like Gideon looking for supplies of bread. Well, Matthew Henry says faith and meditation will fetch in fresh supplies. 
And that's what we need, supplies of strength, supplies of comfort, and supplies of courage. Now, in any difficulty you have in which you're being tempted to grow faint in mind or faint in heart, you need fresh supplies of strength, comfort, and courage. Where do you get them? Psalm 18.2 says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Boy, in this verse, the Lord is everything we need and we have to trust him. That's it. He's our rock and fortress, deliverer, strength, buckler, horn of salvation, and high tower. All we need right there. He's our protection. And so in tough circumstances, when you are tempted to give up, think of Psalm 2713. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's how we exercise our faith. We believe. Now, in this modern age of ours, we can be tempted to give up quickly. We hear so many soothing, pampering words. You're so tired. Take care of yourself. Don't work so hard. Don't put other people first. Hire somebody to do this. Self-care is the word of the day. But God says, Psalm 2410, if thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Well, that's not too flattering, is it? (laughs) We don't want to faint in the day of adversity, so we had better start practicing with all the daily temptations to grow faint of heart, faint of mind, and to give up. And remember, Psalm 18.2, the Lord is my strength. In all our adversities, we're not to give up. We are to look instead and find fresh supplies of strength so we can press on. Maybe we're faint, but we're still pursuing. Paul says in 2 Thessalonians 3.13, But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. Sometimes as we are doing good things, we are tempted to just be weary. All right? And there, like I said earlier, there are two enemies, that impulse within as well as the work or the challenge out in front of us. Deuteronomy 23 is a good place to close. And shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint. Fear not, and do not tremble. Neither be terrified because of them. These are good words. So I hope you will adopt this motto, faint, yet pursuing. (laughs) Blessings on your week. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around. 